Hey everyone, welcome back to the Gary V Audio Experience. Today's episode is an awesome interview Gary did on Virgin Radio Live in Dubai, where he talks about all things NFTs, including his debut project, V Friends. We hope you enjoy. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Gary V, 286 characters. This is what it's all about. What a, what a what a build-up to this! I didn't even know. I didn't even know what an F- NFT was, but I wanted it. Gary V made an <laughs> NFT. Yeah, I mean, listen. First of all, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Great to talk to you and everybody who's listening. Always love being on the show. Um, you know, this is one of those moments in a career, right? This is V uh, Friends. The what you're referencing, what I've launched, um, is you know, culmination of a lot of things that have happened in my career, but. It also is a pattern that a lot of people have seen from me, which is when I know there is something that is going to matter, I jump in head deep. And, you know, we've known each other long enough now that whether it's been voice with Clubhouse or TikTok or whatever it is, at this point, you, you even have more confidence because we've known each other during some of these quick people think they're predictions, right? They think I'm predicting. I'm not predicting. I'm just moving very quickly when it's the moment. And I've been looking at Ethereum since 2017. I've been looking at NFTs for quite a long time. And, and I think I know what they're about now. And I've jumped all in. Gary, someone asked me today, what is an NFT? I, I did not know how to explain it in a quick enough way. And then I started getting into it. And I felt like I confused myself. What is an NFT, Gary V? For everybody who's listening, it stands for non-fungible token. The reason they use the fungible token part is Bitcoin is a fungible token. Money is fungible. If I give you a $10 bill and you give me back two fives, then that's even. That's fungible. You can break it up. A non-fungible token is uh, a, a non-fungible asset is like a painting. You can't give me a painting and I can give you four more paintings that are a fourth of the same painting. So that's just quickly for everybody to understand what fungibility means. But what it really means is it's a digital asset. Uh, The quickest way I describe it is, is there any parent listening right now that has had a child ask them to buy a upgrade on a game on the iPhone or a outfit or skin on Fortnite or a hard to get player on Madden or NBA 2K, or for OGs, did you buy a sheep on Farmville in Facebook 10 years ago? Uh, And then I go into things like, do you care if you have a blue check mark on Instagram or TikTok? Does that matter to you? Or does the amount of followers you have as a number on your social media account matter? So a non-fungible token is a digital asset that is 100% owned by you because the blockchain, the, these servers, these decentralized servers, and when I say decentralized, all the servers that have run the internet are owned by companies. All the servers that run the blockchain are decentralized. They're just computers in the world that are verifiers that yes, you own this, like a ledger, like this county or the city or the government says you own this building or you own this car. And so that's the macro of what it is. The NFT part is the cool part. It's the digitalization. It's the collectible. It's the art. But it also can be the ticket to a concert. You will be promoting, Chris, I promise you, in 36 months, you'll be like, and 
Dua Lipa's in town and make sure you go to dualipanft.com to pick up your NFT, which remember everybody is now your ticket to the conference. Why is this important? This is important because A, it becomes something that you can use, right? In the digital world, like a QR code or like a scannable digital ticket, but then it becomes a collectible. People are trading. Um, it becomes an asset. People are trading. And so what, what I don't, why this is so hard, Chris, for everybody is this is the internet 1995. If I was on the show right now and it was 1995 and you're like, okay, Gary, this World Wide web. And I just <laughs> talked for the last three minutes and I know people are driving right now in beautiful Dubai and they're like, I still don't get it. And I understand that. Let me say this for everybody. 40, 50 hours, hours of doing research to what an NFT is, here's why. There is not a business, not a person on earth that won't have an NFT project in five years. Interesting, love it, love it, love it, man. Honestly, th there is a level of trust with you, Gary, and I think you've built that over the years that people will understand. And uh, as soon as you were talking about it, I downloaded vFriends. Again, I'm getting messages. I wake up in the morning, I'm part of some community. I still don't understand what's going on, but I'm okay with that. I'm ready to go on that journey to understand because I don't want to be like I was. I remember when Facebook dropped and I was on MySpace and I'm like, I ain't getting on no Facebook. I'm a MySpace guy. And then I realized I was behind. And, and Chris, this one's scarier and more important. Let me explain why. That's exactly right. And then everybody did that with TikTok from Instagram. And we've seen it a hundred times. Yep. Comma, comma. This is like a bookstore saying they're not going on the internet when Amazon was launched. This is the single biggest technology shift since the internet, since social media, and since the Apple iPhone. It's that big. And I know that people are getting caught up with the $69 million Beeple painting. You know, maybe everybody saw that headline because that was huge news, digital art. People are getting caught up with NBA Top Shot. You know, these digital, there's things that are starting to hit people's radars, but I'm telling you, everybody who's listening, thank God you listened to this wonderful show because I'm telling you, I mean it. I don't think all of you, as a matter of fact, I only think six of you, six of the many, 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 many people that are listening right now are going to take this conversation seriously. Go to Google, type in NFT, use 30 hours of videos and articles, really get a sense of, oh, okay, now I get it and then start either buying and selling them as a commodity, like a stock, which I think is dangerous because I think there's a bubble right now. I think a lot of them will go down. I think this is internet stock 1999. I think a lot of them are overpriced, these art, these collectibles. But I do think 2% of them are gonna be legendary. That's what I expect to do with my vFriends. I'm gonna work on this intellectual property. For me, vFriends is my Pokemon. vFriends is my Harry Potter. V Friends is my Hello Kitty. V Friends is my Disney, Star Wars. So I'm going to build out these characters like Empathetic Elephant, right? And Kind, you know, you know, Kind Koala and all these different characters. And I'm going to make them my Snoopy, my Bugs Bunny. And that's my plan. I'm also, with all 10,255 tokens that I'm selling, it's also a ticket to a three-year conference a Coachella meets Davos called VCon. So I've got my own plan and I'm excited about that. And I do want everybody to check out vFriends, but far more why I'm on this show today is to get everybody in the region, because I know everyone listens to your great show, to get the, the, every influencer, 
Every influencer who cares about how many followers they have on Instagram immediately has to understand what NFTs are. Okay, makes sense. I think the seriousness there uh, is inbuilt. I, I feel it. I'm gonna go do, I've probably done about four hours. Good. I thought that was hard. That's but a good I, start. It's a good start. It's a good start. Obviously, I'm. I, if anyone's listening or, or watching this, if you're a business owner like myself or you have a profession, there is a way that everyone, as you said, will be able to get into this NFT that, game. That, those incredible things you do with your daughter, right? You could issue a thousand NFTs and, the, and their little, you know, uh, digital replications of the packaging or the logo you're using or some other design you work with an artist. And then what you can do is the thousand of them, 900 of them can be the gold one. And what does that mean? That means you get a monthly subscription to the product, but it also means once every three months, because you bought that NFT, you get to do a Zoom with you for an hour, but then yeah. you leave a hundred platinum ones. What does that mean? Oh, that means not only do you get a monthly subscription, but for those hundred people, first of all, you get all the first taste of all the new products in the mail. Second, twice a year, we, you get together with those hundred people in a mini conference and you see, and all of a sudden the token becomes a utility, but check this out. So I buy that, I'm into you and the snack product, but then I change my mind. I'm not as into you anymore or the snack product. I go sell it on the blockchain. Somebody else buys that ticket. You get a 10% royalty on that transaction because you issued the token forever. Now you can imagine with me, I've got all these things, spend time with me, FaceTime me, be part of the conference, all these things. When you go to vfriends.com, you'll see it. But what I'm really doing, and that's VEE, -E, like my Gary V friends, just for everybody's listening. But what, what I'm doing is I'm really trying to make Mickey Mouse. And if God willing, Patient Panda, right? Or, or Perspective Pigeon, and I'm doing streetwear brands, I'm gonna do animation, I'm gonna do kids' books. If God willing, God forbid, I always say God forbid as a slang term, if God willing, one of those become a pop culture icon, well, the collectability of all these tokens goes through the roof. Sure. I believe that the next big Pokemon Star Wars Harry Potter doesn't come from a book or a movie. It comes from an NFT project and I want to be the one to do it. Okay. So we've, we've spoken about NFTs and on the show, I was saying that we need to discuss more about NFTs and now crypto and Bitcoin. These words that used to be sprinkled along our conversational timelines a year ago, I feel like are saturating our timelines and our conversations. And I feel like there's a fork in the road from people saying, I've got no idea about this. I'm avoiding it. I don't want to be part of it. Or the other guys that are like, I'm all in and I'm investing. Can you explain a crypto and a Bitcoin to someone that's driving in their car right now or have got us on their social media? What is it? What is, a, what is crypto and Bitcoin when it comes to just the basics of it? It's money. It's money that hasn't been accepted day to day yet. It's been accepted by people, but companies, it needs a utility. But it's really money. It's, but uh, let, me, let me explain. Most of the world runs in parallel to the US dollar because it was the global economy, right? Until China did its thing. The, the US dollar has been off of the gold standard for a long time. So originally we decided gold was worth something. Remember everybody who's listening, humans walked on earth when none of them thought gold was valuable. I just want everybody to remember that. This, Chris, this is why people struggle. They're bad at history. The human race walked around, traded, got married, did, you know, had kids, built things, and gold 
was in the ground and nobody gave a crap. We left it, yep. Then gold became the most valuable thing. Then the US dollar became the most valuable thing and the US dollar worked in parallel to how much gold there was in the world. Then the US changed that. In essence, one could argue that money is worthless. What, what is a $100 bill or a euro, right? Why is it valuable? Oh, I know why. The world has decided that if you give me $100 in whatever form, I will give you this bread. I will give you this shoes. I will give you this car. Crypto, Bitcoin specifically is very fascinating. It's, it's limited to 21 million you know, units, right? That's it, locked, not going anywhere. Locked on servers can never be changed, fully transparent when it trades. And over the last decade, it has built momentum in acceptability and people sit with it. And right now you can, and this is why it's important, you can buy a Bitcoin for $56,000. It could go to 70,000 and you could sell it and get US dollars. So right now it's a currency that enough people accept that if you're in it and out of it, you can convert it into the dollars that do buy you a house or a car or bacon or a soda. What gets really interesting is what happens if the world from a tradability standpoint on normal day-to-day goods starts accepting it. Mm -hmm. What happens if my dad's wine store says, we now take Bitcoin and Ethereum. So when you buy a bottle of wine and you just pay us with that instead of cash, that you leave with it. That is the big debate about cryptocurrencies. Which ones? Because there's a lot of them now. Obviously, Elon Musk has made Dogecoin pop culture oriented. Um, Ethereum is a very tricky one because it's not only a currency, but it's a platform that you build on top of kind of like a framework, which is what I built ZFriends on top of. There's Solano and Cardano and, and there's just Polkadot. There's so many things going on. Many, many, many things going on. But the, but for the common person that's driving right now, it is, you know, when someone's like, Gary, well, I can't touch it. I go, do you touch your cash? Everyone's money's on a credit card. Everyone's money is sitting in a centralized ledger that, that they move your money around. But when you ask for it, swipe your credit card, it's there, yours is there. That's no different. Everyone's like, I don't touch Bitcoin. I'm like, you don't touch your money. I'm like, how much money do you have? You know, a friend will say, I'm like, and and I get into these conversations and I'm very kind of like, it's not that I'm crazy about it. I just want people to be thoughtful. And they're like, well, I don't touch it. I go, well, how much money do you have? Let's say the friend says I have $22,000 in savings. They go, show me it. Well, and that's it. The the debate's over. I'm like, you don't have it. It sits in a, in a ledger. That's a centralized ledger by a bank, right? That makes money on you touching your money. This is a decentralized, right? Nobody owns those servers. Your money's there. It's on your wallet. You have it. And when you trade on it and use it, nobody, you don't pay any commission. You don't, you know, one day I'm going to buy a house on Ethereum and I'm going to transact with that individual and we're not going to have to pay the bank or the lending officers or this and that. This is very, very substantial technology. And so again, the number one, before you buy a Bitcoin or go buy an Ethereum, 50 hours of homework. This is the most important conversation in our culture, whether it happens or it doesn't happen. You need to understand it because something like it will eventually happen. Gary, do you feel pressure when you, because you, you put out so much info, do you feel pressure upon yourself for it to all like fulfill the way that it is? Because there'll be people of that will Of course. 
there's people that listen to you and go why, like, why, why do you think I don't talk a lot? You know, people think I talk every day and I do, but I only talk about a few things. Yep. I'm yep. very basic. That's why, that's why I have some really, really good friends who've done very well by following me through the years. And this new one, you know, the one that really caught everybody was four years ago when I started talking about sports cards. And everybody literally had friends that thought they, I had lost my mind. But, and Gary, then, I think, but can I say, I think you also have a position now where you can influence the world. But why would I, why would I ruin? I'm 45 years old. You know, somebody said that to me the other day. Yeah, but Gary, I'm like, do you know how much, do you know me? I said, to them, I really know that person. I said, what, you don't know me? First of all, A, I'm not motiv motivated by money. Yeah. So what, explain to me why talking about something that's, that doesn't happen is good for me. It, because the second that happens, I don't get asked back on this show. And, or if I do, you play a clip from May of 2021 and says, okay, Gary, I know you're talking about this new virtual reality, but how is this going to be different than when you completely flopped? Um, I, I, I would never do that. I would but, never do But that. you know what's funny? But I would do that sure, to myself, right? Like to me, that's why I like decentralization. It's transparency. I like transparency. You know, sometimes I get a lot of, sometimes I get really a lot of credit for something. It'll, it'll, it'll be the moment. A lot of people play the clips. And of course, 10% of the audience is cynical and they'll say, well, a clock gets right every, you know, two times a day. And I, sure. I, re I reply to them sometimes out of fun. I'm like, listen, I get the sentiment. Here's the problem. I've been documenting everything for a decade on the internet. I'm standing by, please reply. Show me the clip where I'm wrong. Cool. He, what people don't understand is I've been, I'll show you, Chris. You, you can see it right now in the Discord that you remember, you know, I'll put on Twitter, I'll put on Instagram. I, I was talking about this stuff in 2017. I've been watching for a long time. Now's the time though, right? I was on Musical.ly for two years before it became TikTok. I know timing of consumer. Yeah, man. I tell you now, I, I ran into a lawyer um, at the mall here last week. And he said to me, do you know me, Chris? I said, no, he goes, I'm, I'm now famous on TikTok. I'm a lawyer, but I, everyone knows me on TikTok. And I said, wow, really? I said, tell me, tell me how that all happened. He says, I follow Gary V. And Gary told me for three or videos post on TikTok. So as a lawyer, as a traditional lawyer here in the UAE, he started putting 60, 30 second contents of, yep. of just advice, right? That's right. He's now got a following of close to a million. He says that 90% of his leads come from TikTok now. He says, I have stopped advertising on the usual platforms that I used to do. And he says now all his lawyer buddies are trying to emulate what he was doing. So it, I understand what you, what, what you say is, is right. I mean, you told me that as well, TikTok a couple of years ago and we've implemented it. We see the difference. So with what you're doing here, um, firstly, super proud. I know you've got an amazing team around you and they all talk so highly of you. So um, firstly, congratulations on building that because I think that's the hardest thing to build sometimes is a good team around you and you've done that. Um, vfriends.com, if, you, uh, if you're not aware of it, get on it right now, vfriends.com. Real quickly, I want to know, Gary, what do you eat? What did you have? What, what, what have you eaten this morning? What, what does Gary do? What do you consume? I don't eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. I don't eat lunch. I, I fast most mini fast, 14, 15 hour, 12 hour, 
fasts. And then for dinner, I've been eating very clean, very clean, like clean eating. Like, you know, I got my mercury, I was eating so much fish that my mercury levels got too high. So, but uh, I am eating gratitude. You want the real answer, brother? You want to know what? what I'm really eating? I'm eating gratitude. Final thought for everybody. You actually are alive. Do you know how hard it is to become a human being? 400 trillion to one, scientists say, is the likelihood of having a life. If I don't care if, you're, if you lost money. I don't care if you didn't get the thing you wanted. You're not as far along at 38 as you thought. You have so many years ahead of you. If people have, one of the reasons I want Patient Panda to be my Mickey Mouse, or at least one of them, is because if people actually understood how long life is, and they get so impatient and anxious in their 20s and 30s and even 40s. And I just wish that people knew. Vera Wang didn't get going until her late 40s, right? Colonel Sanders didn't create Kentucky. What's that say? Patience. I love you, brother. I love you. That is the game. So I eat gratitude and patience. And that's why I smile. The food's important because your body's got to be right. But your mental perspective is your variable of success. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much and even more fun because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm going to have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away. Which were our favorites this week? Thank you so much, Gary. Today's amazing five-star review reads, I've been listening to this podcast for years and honestly, it is an essential tool in my life's toolbox. Do you want to be a better parent? Listen. Start a business? Listen. Want to grow your business? Listen. No filter, sensible and honest dialogue that is unmatched. Thank you so much for that kind review. And to anybody else listening out there, if you leave us a review, you might just get shouted out in the next episode.